You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me, and uh, let's get right into the Word of the Lord. We're going to, I want to talk about uh, being a vessel of the Lord, and so I'm going to take our verse out of, again, uh, chapter 2 of Genesis. Uh, it's amazing how you can find all the principles of God here in these few first chapters of Genesis. And uh, verse 7, it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Um, God, the first thing that God ever did with man was he created man to be a vessel. Uh, God couldn't have breathed into Adam if there was no vessel, if there was no body. So when God formed man, he was creating a vessel. But the first thing that God ever did to man was the Bible said he filled Adam with himself. He breathed into Adam the breath of life, the ruah of God, the, the nature. You know, God has said, let's like make man in our image and in our likeness. And so uh, after God made the vessel, then he filled it. And you and I were made uh, to be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. And so um, we were created to be filled. Um, nobody can help it. You're going to be filled either with the nature of the enemy or the nature of God. And what God really doesn't want is there to be a mixture of the two. Uh, Christians who have a mixture of the old nature and the nature of God are some of the most miserable people on the earth because you live in conflict. And so God wants us to be filled with the Spirit. And so uh, just to give you some verses that, that substantiate the fact that, that you and I are vessels. When the Lord was speaking, I think it was to Ananias, and he was talking about Saul of Tarsus. He said, go anoint him, go pray for him. In Acts chapter 9, he said, because Paul is called to be a chosen vessel. Uh, in 2 Timothy 2.21, it says, If we keep ourselves from sin, that we are going to be a vessel of honor. And when Paul is dealing with the structure of marriage, when he, he refers to the woman, he says she is called a vessel. So you may not think in terms of that, but you're a vessel. You, are, you were made to be filled with something. And uh, in the Old Testament, boy, the devil, the devil wants every vessel that God has. And when you go back to the Old Testament, you said the scriptures, when Israel would go into battle and they get defeated, you know, they would fall into sin and God would allow their enemy to come in and, and take them captive. Almost invariably, the Bible will talk about that when the enemy came in and they came into the temple, the first thing they did was they took the vessels of the Lord out of the house. And we are in an age in where the devil is after the vessels that God has in the earth because uh, the vessel, God, um, we're, we're, we're made to be filled. And um, we are made to be poured out. There should be a continual releasing of the Spirit of the Lord. Um, you know this when you study the scriptures that wells 
In fact, the Bible said this about us. It said, he who believeth on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. There's a receptacle there and there's a flow. There's a continual flow of fresh water. Uh, things that don't have, that are, that are containers, but there's no flow out of them, they're called cisterns. They never pour out, they just stagnate. And God meant for me and you to be vessels that are filled with the Spirit of the Lord. And so uh, in the Old Testament, as we end the Old Testament age and we're close to the birth of Jesus Christ, the Bible begins to talk about they were filled with the Holy Ghost. It says Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Ghost. And now you shift over to Acts chapter 2. Uh, I think it's verse 4. Um, I don't, I'm not turned to it, but it says, you know, on the day of Pentecost, the first thing that was that there was a sound that filled the house. And then after God filled the house with the sound, the Bible said they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. So the very, uh, in, the, in the old creation, the very first thing that God ever did to man was he filled him with himself breathed into him. Adam became alive and he's now filled with the nature of God. So the day of Pentecost is the new creation. It's, it's redeeming what had fallen in the Old Testament. The very first thing that God does after he creates that house and he fills it with the sound is the Bible said he filled them with the Holy Spirit and they became new creations in Christ. They are filled with the power uh, of the Holy Ghost. In um, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 19, Paul's talking about this. He said, you need to be filled with all the fullness of God. And I, I really want to just dwell on this for a little bit because um, it is imperative that you stay filled. There's so many people who they... They've had an encounter with God, and God has poured his spirit into them, but it's been years. And see, God initiates the process. He fills us up full, pressed down, shaken together, heaped up, running over. God just doesn't bring you up to a little level and say, well, there's just a little bit, and that's enough. Listen, when he fills you, he fills you up completely. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, there's no room for the devil. And the reason a lot of people have such issues in their life is they allow the level of the Holy Spirit to go down in them. And God fills us up the first time, but the way that we stay filled is we have to continue to drink of Christ. And, you know, when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well and they're sitting on the well, it's Jacob's well, and, and he said, Lady, he said, if you knew who I was, you would ask of me and I would give you living water and you will never thirst again. What he was saying was, there is another experience that you can get. And so what Christ fills us with is himself. 
You as a believer, you have to be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. There's, there's lots of scriptures that talk about uh, being filled by God. One talks about we're filled with the knowledge of God's will, uh, being filled with wisdom, being filled with understanding, uh, being filled with uh, the fruits of, of righteousness. Uh, in the Beatitudes, Matthew chapter 5, it says, And they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And uh, I can't stress enough, if you're going to walk in victory, you have to stay filled up. And we have a lot of people, you know, they just, they live from crisis to crisis. They'll come to the Lord because something's gone wrong and, and they'll get back in alignment and God will fill them up and then they don't continually. You know, there's something in the natural realm called evaporation. And, you know, you can take a container of water and let it sit outside. You don't have to pour it out to get rid of it. Just over time, the elements of nature make that water level begin to drop. I have a swimming pool, and I have to put water in that pool every so often in the summer because the heat evaporates the water. The process of life that you and I go through it's, a lot of people think, well, the only way I lose Christ is if I sin. No, it's just the process of being a Christian, going through the daily process of life, battling different things. It will lower the level of the Spirit in you. And this is why you daily have to be filled. You have to go back into the presence of the Lord. And, uh, you know, boy, there's so many times I can just I can feel a draw uh, of wanting to be in the presence of God and, and you get in there and uh, you know one scripture says we are cleansed by the washing of the water of the word God just begins to pour back into us he begins to fill us up the most powerful Christians on the earth are those who stay filled in the Holy Ghost and you know in the natural realm uh Dehydration is something that in the natural body, uh, people all of a sudden they begin to get cramps or, or you know, they, their vision starts getting, getting blurred. And, if you, you know, you can go, I've heard of people who have gone 40, 50 days without eating food. But you can only last about four days without water. It's amazing to me how many Christians think they can go days without drinking of Christ and think they're going to survive. In the natural realm, when you don't drink water, water's the fountain of life. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't drink that water, what happens is your organs begin to shut down because they need that. Well, it's the same thing in the spirit, man. You, when, when you go to church and you're reading the word and you're fellowshipping with the saints and you're talking about the Lord and you're praying in the Holy Ghost, what are you doing? You're drinking. You are being filled. And I, I really think the reason that our nation is in the mess that it's in is because we as Christians, we were satisfied with just having a little bit of Christ, a little level. And See, you're, you're our vessel, and something's going to fill it up. And this is, you know, why a lot of sinners don't go to church is because they're filled with something else. And 
when you fight spirits and addictions and temptation and they overwhelm you, it's because there's not enough Christ inside there. And so it, it's absolutely uh, the will of God. It's, it's how God designs us that we have to stay full, not just a little bit, but you got to stay full. And uh, my wife and I have talked about this. I, I believe that your heart, your vessel, you know, there's only so much room in it. And so when you're filled with God, then there's no room for the enemy to get in. And, you know, you look at some Christian thing, well, you don't seem to have any problems or you don't seem to trip up and stumble and you're not tempted by sin. You know why? Because they stay full of the Holy Ghost on a daily basis. I mean, when they shift into that powerful realm of prayer and they're speaking in their prayer language, Shaya Botoria Sunday, and you're letting your spirit loose. What is that? The Spirit of God has just tipped up the pitcher of glory and He's just pouring into you till it's overflowing. That you get around people all the time and all they want to talk about is God. You know, I, I have acquaintances, friends that I like. But if me and my wife spend time with them, go to dinner with them, God never comes up, not from them. It's world events, pursuit of things. They don't talk about the Lord. And when you begin to do, it's almost like a foreign language to them. And then I can get around other people since they come over the house and we got to dinner the entire night and it just goes by so fast and we just can't help it. We're just talking about the Lord. What is that? That is what's in you is gonna come out of you. You don't fill a pitcher with, with tea and then turn it up and pour it out and it's lemonade. No, what went in there is what's going to come out of there. And so in the spirit realm, um, you know, with Adam, the way God filled him, all right? But how did Adam conduct himself in the garden? How did he have control over it? With his mouth. What came out of his mouth is what controlled the animals and, and all of those things. And what's in you is what's going to come out of you. Out of the, doesn't the Bible say this? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so to some degree, you are releasing by what you speak the water that's inside of you. So stay filled with God. That's why Paul said, be filled with the, not just a little bit of Christ, but with the fullness of Christ. And when you're full of Christ, you're going to find all the time that when you open your mouth, there's something about the Lord, or you're just walking along and say, oh, I love you, Jesus, or praise God, or hallelujah. You just, you can't help it. Why? Because you are full of the glory of the Lord. So God made the first thing he ever made as far as us is a vessel. And the second thing is he filled it up with himself. That's what he wants to do now. So present yourself unto God. Tell the Lord, say, just, just fill me up till I'm saturated with the presence of the Lord. Well, God bless you. Uh, I'll see you next week. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And uh, I love you very much. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.